1: So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Being Imitators of Christ. Every born-again believer has been given an admonition and assignment to be imitators of Him. So that we can successfully imitate Him, God gave us the perfect example of somebody who successfully imitated Him. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who shows all of us sons of God what it looks like to be an imitator of God. Jesus was the perfect example to help me and you imitate God like he wants us to do, so that we can represent him and show forth his glory like God wants all of us to do. When we conform ourselves to Jesus' examples of how we're to live our lives, we'll live the kind of life that God wants all of us to live, a life lived that successfully imitates the Father. That's the kind of life that we all should want to live. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Songs number 119, they testify about it. It says, blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of God. Blessed are the undefiled in the way. That word blessed right there means supremely blessed. It means supremely blessed. Now, this ain't no everyday, ordinary, you know, common off-the-shelf type blessed. This is supremely blessed. In fact, it's written in an interjection, which means, oh, how happy. Oh, how blessed. I mean, it's the kind of blessed that comes kind of you you hollering and shouting and hallelujah. It's that kind of blessed. Praise God. This ain't like no, like this ain't the blessed like if I gave you $5. Like if I gave you $5, what would you say to me? Hey Amen. You'd be just about polite like that. But if I gave you $5,000, what would you say to me? Oh, yeah, there would be a different response. Are you listening to me? Because you'd be like, oh, how happy. Praise God. Man, I'm supremely blessed. If I gave you 50,000, 500,000, 5 million. Some of y'all would do that after I woke you back up because you faint. Praise God. shut that up. Well, see, you would be extremely blessed. This is what God said. God said extremely blessed are the undefiled in the way. Who walk in the law of the Lord? Who walk in the law of the Lord? So he's telling you who to underfile are. To underfile are the ones that walk in the law of the Lord. Now the word law means doctrines and it all means teachings and instructions. Well, why do they translate it law? Because it always works. Because it always works. Like for instance, there's this law called gravity. Some of y'all say, well, I don't believe in the law of gravity. Well, then go up on top of this building. Walk off, and you'll find out that the law of gravity always works. Praise God, because you're going to fall just like a rock. Praise God, in fact, at the exact same speed of the rock. Praise God, according to Copernicus. Praise God, you're going to fall at the exact same speed of the rock. Blessed be the night. I thought it was an educated thug. Praise God. Hallelujah. You're going to fall at the exact same speed as the rock. And why is that? Because gravity works the exact same way for everybody. Are you listening to me over here? And so does the law of God. It works the exact same way for everybody. So you could be from one side of the town and do what God says do, and it's going to work that way for you. You can be on the, uh, from the other side of town and use the word of God and do the same thing, too. You can be a white man, black man, Hispanic man, woman. man. You could be a man. You cannot know who the heck you are. And you can use the word of God, and it's still going to be able to work the same way. Are you listening to me? Thank God for the word of God. Notice I said they are instructions. They're instructions, which means God will teach you what to do. He'll train you what to do. And see, that ought to be a good news to many of us. Because see, some of y'all, y'all were saved all your life. Some of us, we we didn't get saved till the latter part of our lives. And so because of that, we didn't know what to do. We don't know how to live this thing out like we ought to. But the word of God tells us, blessed are the undefiled in a way who walk in the instructions, the teachings, the doctrines of the law of God. What happens to them? They are the undefiled in the way who are blessed. That word undefiled right there means perfect or sincere. I like that. They are perfect and sincere, which means that there's nothing missing, nothing broken. Everything is conducted the way it's supposed to be conducted. Nothing's missing. Nothing's lacking. Come on now. They ain't slacking. They're doing exactly what they're supposed to do because they're perfect and sincere. God wants us to be sincere about doing what he wants us to do. God wants us to put the effort in to do what he says do. Because when you do what he says do, you're going to be considered the undefiled and you're going to be supremely blessed. If, you'll do, if you order your life according to the way he tells you to do. Stanza 2 said, blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. He said, blessed are they who keep his testimonies. That mean, the word keep right there means to guard his testimonies. Which means when God gives you what to do, then you're supposed to guard what he just gave to you. When he gives you what to say, God, you ought to guard what it is He just told you to say. You ought to protect it. Why? Because there's somebody out here trying to block you and stop you from moving forward into that life that God has in store for you. You have an adversary out here, brothers and sisters. Somebody that's trying to oppose you and make sure you never step into this blessed life that God has in store for you. Why? Because if you live this life blessed like you all do, you're going to inspire everybody around you to do the same thing too. And then everybody else is going to leave darkness and come into the light too. So He said, oh no, the way to shut that down is to make sure I shut you down from doing what God said do. And so that's why he comes after the church so strong, trying to make sure that we stay wrong and don't do what God tells us to do. But the devil is a liar and his butt about to be on fire because we're going to do what God said do. Is anybody hearing me up in here? We keep what God says to me and you. The inference is, is that we guard it to protect it, to maintain it, and to obey it. The inference is, is that, that we guard it to protect it, to maintain it, and to obey it. Well, why is that important? Well, we guard it to protect it. See, we don't let anything damage it, hurt, harm it in any kind of a way. Why? Because we now have what God has to say. We now know what it is that we need to do because we received instructions from God that we know are true so that we can be that blessed people. We can be that supremely blessed people. So if you gave me the instructions on how to be supremely blessed, I'm going to guard it, especially when I know I got a thief in the house that's trying to take it from me. Especially when I got some, know somebody that's trying to get some information to me that's going to hurt, harm what it is I already have. I want you to understand this. I'm talking about me. I ain't talking about you. I'm talking about me. Praise God. But I ain't talking about you. I'm talking about me though. Praise God. Is that when I found out who my pastor was, that's who I started paying attention to. And I started listening to what it is that God will say through him because God was sharing me through him exactly what he wanted me to do. I'm talking about me. I ain't talking about nobody else. I'm talking about me. And so because of that, praise God, from that point forward, I wasn't interested in what nobody else had to say. Because I already found out who my pastor was. And that's what I was going to listen to each and every day. People come and say, hey, hey, have you listened to this? I'm like, no, I ain't listening to this. They're like, here, take this. I say, no need, because I ain't going to listen to it. They say, why not? I said, because I already know who my pastor is. Praise God. That's the one that's supernaturally anointed by God to be able to flow through so that God can be able to make sure that I get what God has in store for me and do. So because of that, that's what I will pay attention to. Now you might say, well, see, perhaps you, you know, you need to be open and you need to listen to other things. No, see, I'm protecting and guarding what God already gave me because I already know that I got a thief who is more subtle than any of the beasts of the field. That's going to try to come bring something in to deteriorate and destroy what God did already reveal to cause me to think that this ain't what I ought to do or ought to do less of what it is I was told to so that I can have less of a life of blessed life than I ought to. And I said, the devil is a liar. I took too many years to get in Christ and get this thing right. And I ain't letting nobody, not a nappy head negro or a wide hip woman, stop me from getting what God has to for me. Because I'm getting mine. Are you listening to me up in here? And that to be the attitude that every one of us has is I'm getting mine. Are you listening to me? Anybody in here feeling me up in here? And then go ahead and say it. I'm getting mine. Pray. Hey, man, that's all to be where we're going to be. So because of that, we got to learn to protect what God gives to you and me. I receive the word of God. I receive instructions from God. God ain't never lied no time, and he ain't going to lie at this time. And if he told me what to do, then that's what I ought to do, and I'm going to protect what he gave to me. I don't know what you're going to do. I was talking about me. I wasn't talking about you. I found out that we're supposed to guard it to maintain it. We're supposed to guard it to maintain it, which means we make sure we have it each and every day so that we can have it when we need it. We make sure we have it each and every day so we can have it when we need it. You know how y'all maintain those phones you got? Make sure you always got them with you. Praise God. Y'all got all kinds of stuff, hooks on them and rubber bands on them. I even saw somebody had a beeper on theirs or something like that. Yeah, a beeper. Whereas they like put it down, praise God, and they walked a couple steps away from it. It started beeping. Beep, 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 beep. And I'm like, would you look at that? The phone was like, hey, I'm over here. Come get me. Praise God. I'm like, would you look at that? I I said, can you put one on people's Bibles? Can you put one on people's, can you put people on the Word of God? Because people always talk about, where's my Bible? where my Word? And they don't even, they they didn't get too far away from what the Word says. We got to learn to maintain what God says. We need to keep it working. Are you you listening to me? Keep it with us. Keep it it on us. That's why God said, I want to put it in your heart. And we need to guard it. Guard it to obey it. That's what he said. Guard it to obey it. See, we need to make sure that nothing and nobody takes it away so that we can have it and do exactly what it has to say. Because God just gave me instructions. I receive instructions from above, from the one that got nothing for me but love. And I found out what I need to do. And because of that, I'm going to guard that thing and I'm going to make sure that I do everything that he tells me to do. That's why he told us to keep it. Praise God. Stanza number two, he says, in stanza number two, blessed are they that keep his testimonies. See, you'll be blessed if you do that, supremely blessed. And that seek him with the whole heart. That was me right there, praise God. When I found out that God had instructions on how to live, this thing, live my life, man, I was, I was seeking him with my whole heart. If he, I'm going to tell you a little story, praise God. If you've been here for a little while, act like you, didn't, you never heard it, praise God, and it's going to bless you. Praise God. And if you're new here, praise God, it's going to bless you. I mean, when I first got born again, I'm telling you, when I first got born again, my entire life was the opposite of everything the Word of God has to say. It really was. It was an entire opposite. I mean, I'm literally, literally, there was not one thing in my life that I was doing right according to the Word of God. My entire, because I was well trained by the world. I was, I, I was running the world. I mean, this, the, the streets was what I do. That was just what, that was just me. Are you listening to me? That was just what I do. If it was wrong, that did it strong. And I enjoyed every minute of it. Praise God, because I was straight street. Are you listening to me up in here? So when I came in the in the church and began to start listening to the word of God, I found out everything in my life was wrong, everything, everything, wasn't a single thing right, praise God. So I started going after this word with everything I got. Why? Because every time I got there, that man would tell me something that I didn't know. He would tell me something and show it to me in scripture so that I could know that that's God talking to me. And then I would know that that's not what I'm supposed to do because I find out that ain't the way I live my life like I ought to. And I was excited about it. So I would go after it with everything I got. That's why me, I'm t- talking about me. I ain't talking about nobody else but me. I can count on one hand and not lose and not even use all my fingers how many times I've missed a service from the time that I got born again. And that was decades ago. I can count on one hand and not even use all my fingers how many times I missed a service. And I didn't do it because it was I was obligated to do it. It wasn't do it because I was required to do it. I did it because it was a smart thing to do. Let me get this right. Every time that guy opened his mouth, He's anointed by God to tell me what I need to do to live my life like I ought to. And every time he do, I'm closer and closer to supremely blessed like I ought to. Then what in the world do I want to do other than be there? To me, it didn't make no sense to do anything else other than be there. Come on, man, let's go to the club. What for? I'll club you if you keep talking to me about that because I'm going to where God is talking. That's what I, that was me. I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about me. That's just what I did. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so I would go to the, man, i go to every service. Praise God. I don't care what the service was. This is the part that you guys, you know, heard about. I, I, I would go to the women's service. Praise God. They'd have women's meetings. I'd show up to the women's meetings. I remember the very first time I showed up to a women's meeting, praise God. I walked up in there with my little Bible. I was sharp, too, praise God. You know, because you know, you know, it was still bought from street money, praise God. And so I was, like, real nice and sharp. And I walked up in there, and the lady stopped me, praise God. She was an usher there. She had an usher. She said, excuse me, sir, uh, um, you can't go in there. I said, why not, ma'am? This is the church, right? She said, yeah. She said, you can't go in there. I said, well, why? She said, it's a women's meeting. I'm like, and? Because, you know, I was you know, still kind of street, kind of thuggish. I'm like, and? And she said, and she was like looking at me like, because you're a man. I'm like, so? She, they like, and this is a woman's meeting? She's trying to like emphasize it. And I'm like, so? I got three women at home. Now, before you go there, it was my wife and my two daughters. Praise God. <laughs> One was a woman. The other two was women in, in, in molding, making. There was women in the making. Now, you listen to me. I said, I got three women at home, and I need to go up in there because I don't know what to do with them. Come on, I know I got a brother in the house that got to be able to say amen up in here. I don't know what the heck to do with them. Praise God. Because you be wondering why the brother don't know what you're doing. Because you're a woman. He a man. He ain't got no idea what to do with you. Praise God. That's the truth of the matter. Praise God. That's why the Bible tells the husband, dwell with your wife according to knowledge. That's why somebody say, Lord, give me some knowledge. Praise God. Because I don't know what to do with this. Praise God. Because they think different. Come on now, y'all women think different. I ain't say it's wrong. It's just different. Women think different than men, praise God. And we'd be thinking one way, you'd be thinking another way. And we'd be like, okay. And, 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 and I didn't know how to do it. And I said, I need to know. And plus that, I accepted that I was wrong about everything else. Maybe I'm wrong about this too. So I needed to go into a woman's meeting to find out how to deal with the women that was living with me too. And so she said, sir, you will not go in there. This is a woman's meeting. And then this guy walked past me carrying a box and went in there. I said, he ain't a woman. He went in there. She said, He's serving. I went outside and found out where they was bringing the boxes in I picked me a box put my Bible on the top caddy looked at her yes I did I walked straight into this and I'm in there now by the time I got there there was a woman in there and she said put the box over there baby put the box over there baby and I put the box over there and then she said you here to serve and I'm thinking like I'm about to get thrown out if I don't say yes I'm like yes ma'am I didn't even know what serving was she said yes ma'am she said we're here I need you to peel these potatoes I said, do you mind if I pull them over by this door over here, ma'am? She said, honey, I don't care where you peel the t- potatoes. Just peel the potatoes. I said, yes, ma'am. So I drug the garbage can over there, put me a seat over there, one for me, one for my Bible. I put it up, open my Bible up. I sp- took a couple of them potatoes and stuck them in the door, praise God, and opened the door and heard everything that they were saying in the meeting because I needed to hear what they was talking about about these women. And didn't they give me some revelation about what to do? Because I found out I'm tearing everything up. I found out I was messing stuff up because I wasn't doing it the way God said do it. And went home, praise God, to learn and knowing how to do it. We got to learn to go after this word with everything we got. Are you listening to me up in here? And when you get it, you got to protect it. When you get it, you got to keep it. When you get it, you got to make sure you maintain it. Praise God so that you can have it when you need it. Praise God. That's good to me. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, so he said, blessed are the undefiled ones, the ones that keep my word. Stanza number three. He said, they also do no iniquity. Look at what we'll do when we get that word like we're supposed to. He said, they also will do no iniquity. They, they also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. But notice that the reason why they do no iniquity is because they walk in his ways. That's why we do no iniquity. When it says his ways, it's talking about God's ways. See, God's ways are always right. Let the church say, man. It's the right way to live our lives. And when if we walk within the right way to live our lives, then everything is we're going to work out right in our lives. God's way is never wrong. Let the church say, man. It's always the right way to live our lives. I said it's always the right way to live our lives. And so if we get what God has to say about what we ought to do, then I don't care what nobody else got to say. This is the way we ought to walk and this is what we ought to do because it's always right. And not only will it cause us to be able to walk right, it'll cause us to be able to have the right results too. And the right results that you're after is that they do no iniquity. That word iniquity right there means perverseness. That word of iniquity right there means perverseness. We won't do nothing perverse. Now see that a lot of times when we think of perverse, we go straight to a sexual. Praise God, but see it's not limited to sexual because the actual word perverseness means twisted. It means twisted. Well, what do you mean twisted? Well, well, think about it. It actually comes from a word which means wicker, wicker, like wicker furniture. anybody ever seen wicker furniture? Anybody can tell me a a, a characteristic of wicker furniture. What did you notice about it's twisted because it's not straight. It's twisted. Whereas that particular vine or that particular you know vine that they use, it was, it was twisted. It's turned like that. And see, that's what Satan wants to do. Satan wants to take the way that we do what we do, and he has given us a twisted, perverted way of doing what we do. Where wrong has been called right, and right has been called wrong. Where what we do should be what we not, should not do, but he's twisted it to make it seem like that's the right thing for me and you. But see, God's way is straight. God's way has straightened it out so the yay is actually a yay and the nay is actually a nay. Therefore, we can trust it and do what it has to say. That's why if we do what God says do and walk in his way, then we won't do no perverseness. We won't be knowing no twisted, jacked up, crazy stuff like we used to do. We won't be conducting ourselves in ways that ought not do. But we'll be walking on the straight and narrow like it's a four lane highway. Are you listening to me up in here? God wants to straighten out your life because I found out most of the stuff I thought was twisted. I thought I'm supposed to cuss folk out when they look at me wrong. I thought I was supposed to hit them fast because they strong. I thought I was supposed to cut the ones that come at me in a way that they ain't supposed to, and shoot the ones that I ought to. Are you listening to me? I thought that's just what I'm supposed to do. I thought I was. Y'all looking at me like you. I about to tell you some more stuff I do, but I ain't did. But I ain't gonna tell you that. Then the way you was looking at me like with that one, praise God, that was the PG version of what I. You t- was I was losing you already. Damn, I, I was ready to hit the next gear. And. T- Y'all looking like, dang, should I listen to him? Yeah, you should listen to me because I got untwisted, praise God. I'm thinking this thing out the way it's supposed to be thought now. I'm living this thing out the way it's supposed to be lived out now. That's one of the reasons why I can tell twistedness so easily because I used to be there. And people try to argue with me. I don't think it takes. Some folk just don't believe fat meat greasy. That's all. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's all right, they'll figure it out for themselves. Sometimes you just gotta back up and let folk figure it out for themselves. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm talking to some of you parents up in here. Sometimes you gotta just back up and let let kids find it out for themselves. You don't want that to happen, but at the same time if it got the way it gotta happen, that's the way it's gotta happen. Praise God. There's two ways to learn things, the easy way and the hard way. Praise God. How the easy way is just listening to the person that God put in your life. The hard way is refuse to listen to the one that he put in your life. It's called the school of hard knocks. Oh, Blessed yeah. be the name of the Lord. And when you come back with 15 hickeys upside your head, then you'll be wish- listen- willing to listen to what somebody said. Are you listening to it? Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But notice this, stanza number three. It says, they also do no iniquity. That's what we want. We want to get the twistedness out of our life. The stuff that we think is right but is wrong. The things we think we ought to do that we ought not do. He says, they walk in his ways, not their ways, his ways. Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts. Listen to him talking to the Lord. Thou hast, thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts. God has commanded us to keep his precepts. Now, I know, I know, I know. It happens in every service. Praise God. I can even feel the hair going up on the back of your head because you don't want nobody telling you to do nothing. Praise God. Command it, command it. Uh, command it yeah commanded. it where's God in fact the word the word commanded right here means enjoined it means enjoined that's e-n-j-o-i-n-e-d e-i-e-i-o tag nav it praise God it means enjoined God has enjoined us to do what he tells us to do God has enjoined us to be able to follow what it is that he said to me and you now this word enjoined means to prescribe speaking of a course of action with authority and emphasis. So God is prescribing for us with authority a course or an action. Now, why does he do it with an authority? Well, it's just like a doctor. A doctor enjoins people to follow a strict diet. Come on now. Why? Because he sees something they don't see. He knows something they don't know. He has information that they don't have. Yes, he has understanding that they don't have. So when he just run the blood work and run the other works and stuff like that and see what things is, after they get all the information back, they'll come and prescribe you a course of action, prescribe you what you ought to do. They'll tell you what to do. And when they say that, it ain't a suggestion. This is what you ought to do. This ain't something that did you, did you. I don't think I want to do No do what they told you to do Because they know something you don't know When God prescribes us a course of action He knows something we don't know He's trying to save our lives Or at least have us live a better quality of life Than we're already living Because he knows something we don't know Are you listening to me He has information we don't have Well that's all that we have time for today We trust that you are blessed For what the word of God had to say I really hope that you're seeing God's desire for us is to be like Him. I hope even more that you're seeing the importance of living our lives imitating Him like He wants us to do. Because if we do, then we'll do everything we need to do to fulfill God's desire for me and you, to live the awesome life that can only be lived when we live our lives imitating Him. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just at the church office at Erico 210 that's Erica 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassley Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP, but it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassley Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon. Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee you that it'll be a blessing to you when you do. And speaking of coming through... I invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a very beneficial fellowship that's held at Word of Faith just for you, especially if your desire is to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship this Friday evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that will help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to is free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you it's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level so come on through you go from being married to happily married I guarantee you there's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because childcare is provided at no charge. Neither a ride? VIP Transportation Service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did, that is, with or without your boo. And don't forget, your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing you this Friday evening at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at a Word of Faith. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed.
0: See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn,